0: Welcome to the Alam Talks podcast, where we bring leaders together to talk about Black life, Black leadership, Black learning, and Black lifestyle. We are your ultimate lunch break. Good morning, good afternoon, good night. Welcome to another episode of Alum Talks. You know we are here to bring the heat and the fire, and of course, we always have amazing guests. And today, we have Miss Sherry Jordan in the house. The crowd goes wild. She is the Deputy Director at Milwaukee County. Hello, Sherry. What's up?
1: Good afternoon, Dorothy. How are you?
0: I'm good. It's so good to have you in studio today. Yeah,
1: thank you for having me here. It's a pleasure. Uh, I thank you and your team. I thank ALM and I thank ALP for this opportunity. All right. So Sherry, tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do. Okay. I am homegrown. I am a Milwaukee native and a proud NPS graduate. Okay. Okay. I don't know if I still should be saying that. I've been out of school for so many years. <laughs> um, yeah, but, but those are my roots. Um, my, my parents are from Arkansas. Okay, I am the youngest of four siblings. Um, and I've started my journey and started my life in Milwaukee. And I, I consider Milwaukee my home, and I love it here. I have a beautiful 19-year-old daughter. Awesome. She is... Uh, uh, um, a freshman at Alverno this year. Oh, nice. She's yep. an Alverno woman. She's an Alverno woman. She loves it. She loves it. Um, and I love being a mom. That's one of my, my, my best assets and my best journeys in life is being a mom. I love that. And also on a more professional note, I have been Milwaukee at Milwaukee County for nine years now, and I am at a pleasure to be deputy director in the Department of Administrative Services. And what that means is um, the acronym for Department Administrative Services, we call it DAS. Okay. We're the uh, administrative part of Milwaukee County. So we deal with IT, the budgeting, finances, economic development, procurement, risk management, um, what we consider some of the more important aspects of Milwaukee County. Okay. All right. So that is my everyday job. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I assist in those roles.
0: So. Can we today kind of talk about what you do at Milwaukee County through the lens of diversity, equity, and inclusion?
1: Yep. that's I'm, I'm here to talk about that. I'm ready. Let's
0: do it. <laughs> okay. So I've got lots of questions okay, just off the top of my head, but then I also got questions that we've talked about, right? Like we're, oh, we could talk about this. We could talk about that. But we might have a little bit of flow where we're talking about something and maybe we want to go in a different direction. but One of the first questions that I think about when exploring this concept of diversity, equity, and inclusion is engagement, right? Employee engagement is super important. And we also, most companies are going to be looking at employee commitment. They're going to look at employee satisfaction. But what role do you think DEI plays when it comes to those three things, employee engagement, commitment, and satisfaction?
1: I'm going to focus on our journey in Milwaukee County. Okay. One of the things that we're very great at, um, we issue an employee engagement survey every two years. Okay. So we we want to get the voice of the employee, what we're doing right, what we're doing wrong, what are some of the challenges, and help us help you. Um, we started that survey in 2016. So again, we do it every two years. This mm-hmm. is our third. Um, third survey the results just came back probably about a month ago and we have a lot of improvement from the last two years
0: nice and
1: uh one of the things that we're very proud of is that employees say they love working for the organization um awesome. a lot of times you don't hear that when you work for a government you kind of hear government you kind of think of antiquated yeah. you think of slow moving mm-hmm. you think of you know all some of the negative stereotypes but, you know, we are proud to say that our organization, they love working at Milwaukee County. Another great thing that we're doing is we issue a racial equity survey as well. Oh, So not only we want to know about employee engagement, but we want to know about racial equity. Okay. Um, how can we engage people diverse, our diverse talent? How can we engage people to want to work for Milwaukee County? Right. How can we also engage them and help them want to stay working for Milwaukee County? OK. So, again, we're making sure that we hit every aspect of an employee and make sure that the employee's voice is heard. And how do we keep our employees engaged and captured?
0: OK. So when you when the team administered that second survey, what were those results?
1: The results. are. So this was our second time issuing the racial equity um, survey mm-hmm. and. The numbers, they were surprising. But not surprising. Okay. Um, One of the things that uh, a lot of government entities, Milwaukee included, we're not able to to compete with some of the bigger corporate organizations. We're not able to compete sometimes with pay. Okay. We're not able to compete with some of the newer technology, some being innovative. But Mm -hmm. we're also able to compete in some of the other ways. A lot of employees, um, we're able to give back to the community. We're able to help the community. We're able to invest with the community. a lot of employees they feel that well let, let me let me rephrase that um during our- during our data during our statistics, we noticed that there are a, a lot of employees who are at the uh front line front line positions okay however we we have a lot of work to do to get a lot of uh, of employees of color, a lot of diverse employees from the front line positions into uh leadership or management positions mm. So we have a lot of work to do, but we're we're, we're we're up for the charge and um, we didn't get here overnight and we're right. not going to make change overnight.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I think that that that's fair. Right. I think many organizations um, are faced with very similar challenges, even yeah. if they are bigger or um, maybe they're non-government, but they're faced with similar challenges of how do we get employees out of the frontline roles and into those managerial roles. So at the county, do you all have any initiatives in place to get the ball rolling?
1: One of the things that, one of the most important things that we have in place in 2019, uh, county exec at that time, Chris Abley,
0: okay.
1: uh, along with the county board, we declared uh, racism a public health crisis in Milwaukee County. We okay. were one of the first, uh, if not only government entities to make that pledge. Wow. Um and not only did we make the pledge, uh, not only was it a public announcement, but we uh, instill those in everything that we do at the county. So everything we do um, from deciding where do we where do we invest our funds,
2: mm-hmm.
1: hiring and retention, everything that we're doing now, we um, use what we call a racial equity lens. So the racial equity lens is who does this hurt? Who Ooh. does this hinder? And who does this benefit?
0: Ooh, and that everyone's asking this question? Everyone is
1: asking this question, and it's coming from the top down. So, uh, wow. for example, Dorothy, now it's doing budget time right now. Okay. Uh, so our budget office, and along with the county exec's office, there's actual uh, a a tool that the divisions and the departments use, mm-hmm. a racial equity budget tool. So when you're asking for money for capital, uh, just to give you an example, if you're asking for money for capital uh, spending, if you want to – Invest in a park okay. or a swimming pool. Yep. One of the things that um, they draw attention to is is the park on the north side is on the south side. Mm. You know how many people are utilizing this park? Uh, if it's a park on the north side, how close is the next park?
0: Oh, so
1: we're taking a more concerted effort about how, where, and why we're investing our funds.
0: That is okay. Wait, so now I have <laughs> now I have more questions. Okay. So. You said you've been at the county for nine years.
1: Yep. Yep. A little bit over nine years.
0: So do you remember like what month that racism was declared like that we were in a state of emergency? What month that went into
1: action? Okay, that's a good question. I have the answer for you. So we just celebrated uh, our second year of of that pledge. It was May of 2019. Okay, And actually just two weeks ago, we just celebrated um, Vision Week. Ooh. So what Vision Week was, we celebrated our wins. Uh, we celebrated the progress Milwaukee County has come, the progress we've had mm-hmm. since we declared racism a public health crisis. So I'm, I'm going, I know I'm taking over a little bit, Dorothy. No, but, take <laughs> over. I want you to. But one of the, a lot of the things that we highlighted was some of the wins that we've had. Okay. Uh, we had outside speakers. We had partnerships. Um we had everything to to promote and celebrate where we've started, right? And where we're gone today. And we also highlight highlighted um, what other steps we need to do to take us to the next level.
0: So, Sherry, here's my question. Okay. So this got implemented in May 2019. You just celebrated two years. You've been there nine. Can you share with us some? tangible things that you've noticed as a black woman in a position of power, mm-hmm. how it used to be versus how it is over the last two years, are there things that you can point to that you're like, it used to not be this way or it used to not be this way and now it's this way and this is great.
1: Thank you, Dorothy. One of the things that I really can notice and this is just from my perspective, we're actually having open conversations about race. Girl, About look. white privilege. Of, yes, and we're having it... Regardless, if you're a frontline worker okay. uh, up to the top leaderships, we're having these discussions and we're educating each other. No one is. Well, I shouldn't say no one is getting offended. Pe- <laughs> I'm sure a lot of people are getting offended. Right. But these are the conversations that we need to have in order to we move do. forward. We do. So it's 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 times that um, Dorothy, I sit in meetings <laughs> and you want to clutch your pearls and I want to clutch my pearls. Um, And I've voiced and I've voiced my I'm already I'm already boisterous anyway. You know, I'm always I'm going to always going to offer my opinion regardless of who asked for it. Right. Um, But I'm I feel more open once we're making decisions about things we're doing in the county. I'm more open and I actually ask, um, what about the black people? What about the brown people? Yes.
0: yes. And
1: you're in a position where your voice is going to be heard. I'm in a position where our voice is being heard. So that's one thing that has been different in the nine years, uh, Dorothy. We're having these open conversations that people we have never been comfortable to have these conversations before. Right. Ever. Yeah. Um, and, and what's so important, what's so enlightening is that um, the I don't want to call it an initiative. You know, because you think of initiative, you think of, OK, this is something we start, you know, you know, hopefully we make 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 milestones. This is a, a, a journey that we're on. Uh, the journey that we're on is coming from the top down. It's coming right. from the county exec's office um, to every policy procedure. And it's also coming from the county board as well. Mm-hmm. So we're all in this together
0: this is, oh my, this is incredible. And you mentioned that you, the team is having conversations that you've never been able to have before. And maybe there might be some people who are feeling a little uncomfortable, right? Because I think that we start to uncover um, privilege. We start to uncover things. We start to uncover inequities and things like that. So my question for you is, in the county, who has greater privilege compared to society, or is it exactly the same?
1: And that's one thing we did uncover, Dorothy, is Ooh. that, well, not well, I, let me not say uncovered, we realized. Okay. Well, let me, let me say it again. I think the people of color already knew this, but okay. I think the, the non-people of color did not realize we have more people that are not of color making decisions and changes and policies for the community. Yep. Our leadership does not uh, reflect the community that, that we're making the changes for.
0: Okay. So okay. one
1: of the things, and in, in, in not saying that these people were not qualified, but again, uh, uh, County Exec uh, David Crawley, as he took office last May, he took a concerted effort to appoint more people of color in some of the leadership positions. Yeah. We have more people of color in our leadership positions, I think, than we've ever had at the county. Wow. Wow.
0: Yeah. And so what? what's the impact? What are you already noticing? Because the, the system is changing.
1: Yep. Yep. Uh, Dorothy, that's just one step. Um, and for me personally, when I got promoted to this role, uh, it's almost two years. It was powerful. But also, Dorothy, it was almost heavy as well. Yeah. And the reason I say it was heavy is, you know, we all know this as people of color. Once one person make it. We feel like we've all made it, but it (laughs) also is that once you've made it, quote unquote, you've made it, you feel like you have to bring others behind you. You have to right the wrongs of other people. Mm -hmm. And that that lift is a little heavy. Oh, absolutely. That lift is a little heavy, but I, I enjoy having the opportunity to being able to kind of have my voice in some of the policies and procedures that are affecting not only uh, the current generation, but our future generation uh, and make sure that it's sustainable as well.
0: That, And I think you make some really great call outs around this, the pressure, right? I, it sounds like there's going to be some pressure that you feel maybe being the first person who looks like you in that position. And then how do you make room and space for other people who look like you to come along? And so with the fact that, you know, there are folks in positions saying, you know what, We need to see more diversity. We need to hear more voices. Do you think that it causes an uptick in people's unconscious biases?
1: Uh, I I think so. Uh, We've heard some comments around the office. And again, this is just one voice of many voices is Mm -hmm. that. because so many people of color have either gotten promoted or Mm. put in positions of power, we've heard people say, Oh, because I'm not a person of color, I guess I won't be able to get promoted or, 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 or or promoted out of my current position. And, you know, your initial reaction is, is kind of like shock. It's just, it's just saying, um, I think a lot of people feel that if we're uplifting one group of people, another group of people are getting left behind.
2: Mm -hmm. no that's not
1: what we're doing we're just trying to move from equity to equality that's what we're trying to do at the at the county
0: okay making sure that we're all on the same page making sure
1: we're all on the same page but
0: I I think it's just it seems like it's so hard for people to be able to get on the train because the train was never running on that street right like there sometimes we're used to things being a very specific way. And then when we start changing it up, even though there's obvious benefits, people are like, why are you changing things up? Yes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and that's funny that you say that, uh, Dorothy is when we started this journey, uh, you used train and we use one of the Milwaukee County bus as a, as a visual. Okay. So the visual was, uh, this is where we are. And by 2023, this is where we like to be. And, um, the talk at the time well the the um the discussion at the time was either you're on the bus or you're off the bus okay however one of the things that i think we we could have worked on it was that we had two options either you're on the bus or you're off the bus but however what about the people who are kind of in between mm. i'm not on the bus yet uh-huh. but with more education with more information i may could get on the bus right what about the people who say there's no way I'm ever going to buy into this. I'm never going to get on this bus. We have not provided. Well, at that time, we did not provide an outlet for the people who are never going to get on the bus. Mm. And so by not providing that outlet at that time, we're letting people who have these same antiquated, non-traditional mm-hmm. uh, thoughts and, and and thinking to continue to sit at the county.
0: <laughs> right. Right. Yeah.
1: And in hindering our progress that we're trying to make.
0: And and it would be a hindrance. Right. And yes. so I I suppose even if we don't all align, we need a platform to be able to
1: share that. Exactly. Exactly. And again, that was with some of our learning pains. Uh, that was at the beginning of our journey. Of course, we learned from our mistakes. Of course. Uh, we've provided more outlets for people. Um, and the, this is just not a one and done. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is not All a conversation right. that we just started in May of 2019. This is a, a conversation that we're having in almost every single meeting that we're having. Wow. Yep.
0: I mean, that just, the shift in conversation probably just has you like amazed and blown away.
1: Yeah. You know what, to be honest, Dorothy, you know, I it's a couple of things that resonates with me. I'm saying to myself, it's about time. That. I mean, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, it's about time. Uh, what took us so long to get here? Yeah. What took so long to start having these conversations? Um, and another thing that, you know, I'm thinking is, you know, how intentional are people really going to be? Mm. Are they really going to be intentional? Are they doing these things? Is because. um this is part of their job. This is part of the county. But when the lights are off, when the doors are closed, are you really still being intentional? Right. Those are some of the things I'm just asking myself.
0: Yeah. When um, No one's looking when no are one's you still looking doing this work.
1: Are you still doing this work? Uh, and another thing that, you know, kind of comes to mind when we started this journey is how many times do we have to keep on having this conversation? Fair you know, enough. In a community. Yeah. We know what the problem is. Right. We know we're, we're the most uh, segregated city in the United States. We're the mm-hmm. most this. We're at the top of the list for the most um, egregious things. You know, let's stop talking about it. Let's start taking smash.
0: Right. Let's do something.
1: Let's do something.
0: So, the question I have for you is there might be white team members, colleagues, supporters who want to get on the bus. Mm-hmm. What tips do you have for them? to become an ally? Uh,
1: One of the things that we've done at the county is is start all of our, uh, all, most of our journey has stopped, started from the top down. Okay. We have to get buy-in from leadership. We have to get support from our leadership. And one of the things I think started in January of last year, uh, most of the people leaders at the county, we were given the book white fragility, white fragility. So regardless of what role you were in, um, white, black, yellow, or orange. we were given the book uh white fragility, so that's one of the things that um that open the 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 door or or shine a different light for a lot of white people oh absolutely um a lot of other things that I can think of that can help uh white people kind of be an ally as well is to listen mm. not always um provide your input. uh listen to listen to the community not saying that your input is not important Mm -hmm. but just listen to um what the community is saying listen to what people of color are saying um I had a conversation with one of my colleagues and she was reading I think the color of lines book um white female she had no knowledge of about just simple like redlining really no knowledge of redlining but you know to be honest Dorothy if you're living in your own little world unless I'm just giving an example right if you're from northern Wisconsin Mm -hmm. you grew up in an all white community with all white students with all white this um you've never had a chance to experience this before
0: makes sense yeah and
1: why would you need to why would you need to um, and then you come down to Milwaukee County, which is a lot more diverse than some of these other counties mm-hmm. and you move to a majority, predominantly white neighborhood, you, you know, your, your neighborhood still kind of looks like
0: what you're used to, what you're
1: used to. Yeah. You don't know what some of the other communities or other, uh, 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 diverse groups are dealing with.
0: Right. Cause you're like siloed and isolated.
1: You're siloed and isolated. And another thing, another tip that I can also give is that uh, don't say just because I have a black friend.
0: Oh <laughs> lord, you know
1: that's the normal saying. Well, I have a couple black friends. Ugh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, wow. yeah. So so again, just you know, just educating yourself, listening, um, you know, understand your own white privilege. That. Yeah. Yes. Nice. Yes. Yeah. Understand, you know, the advantages. Uh, the opportunities that you're given as a white person just from your own white privilege and also not only your own white privilege, but if you're a white male, you have a double white privilege <laughs>
0: <laughs> listen, listen,
1: yes, yes, and then the last thing is that you know ask for feedback, mhm, ask for feedback. there's no right or wrong question, there's no right or wrong answer but but again, just educate yourself right to understand where how do how do we get here, yeah, and how can I help us move forward?
0: Uh, I, I love it because I, I just think, to your point, we haven't been having these conversations. Yes, and you know, you may have colleagues at work who are like, "Sherry, you educate me." Yeah, you're black. yeah,
1: you yeah. tell me, yeah you know, and but you know, it's so unfortunate, Dorothy, is that it should never fall on the black the backs of all black or brown or yes. people of color to educate the entire that office.
0: Say it again for the people in the back.
1: (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. It's, 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 it's not, it's not our charge. No, you know, we can help educate you, but it's not our charge alone. Mm
2: -mm. And what's so
1: funny is just on on my way over here, I just, just spoke with my daughter, my 19 year old daughter. I just mentioned before, she works at Milwaukee County Zoo. She's a county employee as well. Just a coincidence. (laughs) Um, And one of the things that they have to do is when, when people as for when they come in with a zoo pass, they have to ask ask for ID. OK, make sure that that it belongs to you. It's not stolen and so forth. She said a gentleman just came in and uh, she asked for his ID and he asked her why. She said, well, it's our policy, so forth. He said, well, I'm from the south side of Chicago and I know about I know how to steal things. And I'm sure you know about that, too.
0: Oh, is that right?
1: Yeah. So her comment was like, no, sir, I don't. So and it's so unfortunate that you know she's kind of been living in her own sheltered world. Now she's starting to see kind of mm. racism on her own. Yeah, yeah. So it, it it upset her. She called me, and you know she just wanted to just kind of digress and um, tell me what happened. But you know, unfortunately, you can shield your family and friends and your kids as much as you can. Right, but the world is a little vicious out here.
0: <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yes. Sometimes a lot of bit vicious. Yeah, a
1: lot of bit vicious.
0: Yeah. And so I think um, you know, it'll be interesting since you both work for the county, the stories that she'll be able to share. But then on your side of the house, being able to share with her the things that are being done.
1: Yes. Um, yes. To see
0: if as the employee who would be experiencing the change, if she's seeing it. Yes. So that's that's a nice pulse to be able to have. Um and so when I think about, you know, the initiatives that you all have in place and getting managers on board, how are they being held accountable to make sure that they support the initiatives and policies that you all have regarding diversity, equity and inclusion? OK,
1: one of the things that we're doing as a county before I before I answer that question, Dorothy, OK, one of the things that we're doing as a county, I forgot to mention that with the racial equity pledge or um uh the uh the the journey that we're on all county employees we have about forty four hundred county employees wow not counting seasonal and contractors and so forth okay. we are all we all are responsible for taking racial equity training mandatory nice mandatory racial equity training
0: okay and
1: some of that training um it was difficult uh for some employees really um it went back and and it talked about how do we get here? Okay. It talked about it went back probably, Dorothy, probably to the beginning of time of how some of the laws, policies, the mm. constitution, mm-hmm. everything was put in place. Yeah. Um some of the housing covenants. Yeah. Things that were put in place to hinder um people of color. Yeah. So some of that racial equity training, it's deep. Of course, Um, it's uncomfortable for a lot of people who Um, I think not. I think it's for everyone. I can't say just the white people. It's uncomfortable for for people of color as well. Like for myself, it's kind of depressing. It's just like, are we still having these conversations in 2021? Mm, So we're
0: still talking about we're
1: still talking about this in 2021. It's some of the videos we watched during our training because we had a lot of great outside vendors come okay. in and do the training. Some of the videos that they showed, it, it was it was hurtful. It was mm-hmm. hurtful. It was times I, you know, sat there and watched the video, kinda of have shed a tear. It's just like, Wow, you know, we have come a long way, yet we still have a long way to go as people of color.
0: Right. Right.
1: Yeah. So uh some of the racial equity training that we're doing um again it is it was kind of stalled a little bit because of covid okay uh the managers and people leaders we have to do probably a good probably 40 hours worth of racial equity training
0: 40 hours
1: through a course of time
0: that i just i I don't even think most companies do five hours
1: yes yeah It's, it's 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 different segments of training four hours here four hours there Again, the county is invested. In, Clearly, and 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 I didn't mention this. one and we're gonna to get to this, I'm sure. But the reason we're invested in this is because Milwaukee County's vision is become is is to become the healthiest county in Wisconsin. Tell me more. To become the healthiest county in Wisconsin. So, um, there are 72 counties in Wisconsin, and hmm. and based on health life expectancy and i can't think of the third one i should know because we're on this journey milwaukee county is ranked 71 out of 72 counties
0: i was about to say a cuss word yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, damn it. yes 71
1: 71 out of 72 counties
0: wait and the goal is to be the healthiest
1: is to become the healthiest so you, county we're going to be the, number one d- d- hopefully hopefully we're <laughs> by when the goal was, well, uh, the, the first visual I'm, I'm thinking of back when we when we implemented this racial equity, it was 2023. But of, of course, that's a little that's a little <laughs> a little aggressive. That's a little aggressive. <laughs> but again, we want to make milestones. OK, we want to make milestones on our journey. You know, again, how can we help help some of the out- health outcomes of some of our residents? So by increasing some of the health outcomes is by investing our money in the right assets in the county. OK, so again, if we're doing budgeting, um, just give an example, if we're doing budgeting, if we are investing in some of the parks and not the others, mm-hmm. you know, that's that's an asset that people of color need as well. Yeah. They need healthy parks. Yes. They need great equipment. Mm-hmm. Um, they need access to everything else. That We need a
0: hoop with a net.
1: We need a hoop with a net. We need a hoop with a net.
0: So. Wait, now I have even more questions. <laughs> so if we're gonna be the healthiest, right? So that means we wanna be number one or at least top five. Yep. But we're seventy one. What does that mean exactly? So we're unhealthy, but how? Like is it that
1: well what does that mean? Do we die faster? Yep. We'll, yes, Dorothy. Everything that you're thinking in your head and I don't know what you're thinking, <laughs> Listen, to answer the questions. Tell
0: me what seventy one really means. That just we're last.
1: We're almost last. And, and, and as you mentioned, is that our life expectancy, um, and I wish I would I can share the, the real data with you, you know, afterwards that we can share with our listeners. Um, our life expectancy is probably two or three times uh, less than uh, our white counterparts. It's because we don't have access to, you know, in the community, we don't have access to, you know, healthy food.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: Food deserts. Food deserts. And actually, I I just met with a girlfriend for lunch, and she met with someone else, and she was like, "No, it's not food desert. It's called a food apathy." Hmm.
2: Okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, and I and I I had to look up food apathy, and I was like, "Huh. That makes a little bit more sense because they're intentional. Mm. It's intentional."
2: When I say yes
1: yes, okay, so um, we
0: don't have healthy food choices,
1: yes, um, again, all the investments that we make, and one of the things that um I don't know if if everyone anyone rides uh Milwaukee County transit, but one of the things that it's called ride m c t s that they just implemented they they re they redid restructured some of their bus routes, okay, uh some of the bus routes were uh Not being utilized as much. We're overutilized. We're not getting um, to where the jobs are.
2: I heard about that. We're not getting to where the
1: jobs were. Or another thing, Dorothy, uh, it's something called the last mile. So what happens, give you an example of the last mile. Say, for instance, you work in Waukesha County. Okay. And Milwaukee County bus only takes you to a certain point before it gets to Waukesha County.
0: Then you have to take a Uber
1: or something. You, that's called the last mile. How do you get from the bus stop from Milwaukee County to your job in Waukesha?
0: I mean, what were people doing? How are they getting there? Um, or are they just not working or they, quitting? E- everything. Oh my goodness. Everything Dorothy.
1: So again, so those are some of the, the things that we're looking at. We're looking at everything from A to Z at Milwaukee County.
0: Wow. Um,
1: some of the things I think that, I don't want to say we overlooked, but I think we were just doing them or some of the policies we were um, overlooking because this is just the way we have been doing business before. Mm -hmm. But with intentional leaders in place that with the right leaders in place and the right seats, um, we're going to make the right change.
0: I mean, honestly, Sherry, this to me, this sounds so, and to use your word, intentional. Intentional. This does not sound like the county is just trying to check boxes.
1: No, no, no. I mean,
0: but if you have to, with all the elements, right, if we want to be the healthiest, where do you start? Where is the county starting? Because it just seems like there's so many different factors to consider that would contribute to health. What are maybe the first, two or three things that get looked at to make sure that y'all cultivate completion.
1: Um, again, as I mentioned, Dorothy, one of the things we're doing when we started on this journey is we need to start from the inside out. Ooh. We started from the inside out. How can we help our constituents and help the County if we're not educating ourselves internally?
0: <laughs> right. This makes sense.
1: Yes. So again, by, um, by educating ourselves, by implementing the racial equity training, by uh, having a racial equity lens at everything we do.
0: Which I am, first of all, blown away by how much training y'all are doing and
1: blown away by those top three questions that everybody's asking. Everyone is asking. And as I mentioned before, Dorothy, we're right in the process of budget season uh, in our budget office. Again, along with the county exec's office, they're using a racial equity budget tool. That, so
0: I've never I didn't even know that exists. First of all, you should give that to every corporation. Yes. And make them use it.
1: Yes. Yeah. So one of the things, for example, Dorothy, if you're in a department, we call them department heads. Okay. If you're if you're a, a head of a, a larger department, if you want to ask for a capital request, like, say, for instance, for a bridge on in Oak Creek. Okay. The bridge it needs it needs a little TLC. It you know it's uh, we it's not being maintenance so forth. You have to give a reason. we well, not a reason a justification. Mm-hmm. If, you know our funds are already uh, are limited. Why should we invest in this bridge versus investing in the bridge on the north side? And the racial equity budget tool is not the only factor, mm-hmm. but it is an important factor as well. Absolutely. It is an important factor. So I just want to make sure that the listeners are 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 making sure that the racial equity budget tool is not the only factor, how we're making decisions, but it is an important factor.
0: Do you find that, again, so you've been there nine years. As these things get stood up, do you find that... With some folks who have been in leadership for a while, also that there's a lot of huffing and puffing because maybe the bridge in Oak Creek that wouldn't even be a question. Yes. Let's go fix it. It needs to be beautiful over there. Yes, but like, oh, the bridge on the north side. I mean, whatever that bridge has always looked crazy.
1: Yes, yes, you know. But one of the things that I think we're doing so great is that this is not a county exec initiative. This isn't a county. This is a county wide initiative. So regardless of what county exec we have in the seat, mm. this is sustainable. So, again, as I mentioned in 2019, uh, county exec Abley at the time and the county board, they signed um, an ordinance. Okay. So it's an ordinance. So we're putting our money where our mouth is. We're putting our money where our mouth is. Right. We're making sure that uh, we're invested in this journey, that what we're doing Uh, And back to your example that you used, Dorothy, Dorothy is that all the leaders are being educated. This is not an option.
0: Yeah, that's such a huge investment. This is
1: not an option. And also, they're being challenged. Um, The county exec and his team are challenging some leaders. You know, just not challenging your decision, but challenging the way you think. Mm -hmm. You know, let's think differently. Right. uh, In order to make the decisions Um, not only for the community, but another um, another challenge that we have, Dorothy, is funding. So we have to we have to decide where we allocate our funds as well. True. So it's also about the funds that we have, the funds that we don't have, the racial equity, racial equity lens. It's a lot of factors that come into play. But um, again, it's in everything that we do.
0: Yeah, I mean, and I love that it is being infused into the culture, so yes. that it it's not like a diet instead it becomes a way of life, yeah, and so you know part of doing this work means that we as an organization, would decide what behaviors we reward and what behaviors we don't reward, so you know, or there's consequences for not you know lifting these things up, so how are the managers? held accountable because we know some of them are on the bus yes some of them might be trying to get off the bus but they've been there a long time and they are not sure if they want to and some of them are debating whether or not they want to get on the bus at all but how are managers and people leaders across the board how are they held accountable in this new uh, wave of culture
1: again since everyone is everyone is invested in this racial equity journey it starts from the top down uh, again it comes from the county exec's office to his 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 team uh, and also the department heads but each person each people leader is having the same conversation or a similar conversation with their leaders as well mm-hmm. so um, we have it at our staff meetings we have it at our all employee meetings um, and as we mentioned is that some people aren't, aren't on board and yeah. there's times that we've had we have had, had had to have conversations with employees is that uh, we had to question them about some of the decisions that they make. Mm. Um, basically, we had to pull their coattail. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, it's uncomfortable, um, but it's a decision that we have to make. And in order in order for us to um, become the healthiest county in Wisconsin, I know all employees are not going to be on board. Right. But we have to get as many employees on board as we need.
0: Absolutely. And so some people may just say, this isn't for me. I'll get off the bus. But here's a question that I have. I don't know if the county has employee resource groups, um, but is there a forum where all the black people can get together? And if so. What y'all saying?
1: <laughs> you know what? Two uh, years,
0: lots of stuff happening. What y'all talking about over there? You the know county? what?
1: Unfortunately, Dorothy, we do not have ERGs. Okay, that's one of the things. That's one of the pushes that our chief uh, human resources officer she's working on now. Okay, uh, she's new in her role. Uh, she's been in her role I think for about a year, but she's not new to the county. So that's one of the things that we realize that we're missing. Okay. Um is that we need to have a platform of voice for divor- diverse employees.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh but one of the things that dis- the discussions that we're having is that we don't want to just focus on just the black people. Okay. What about the other uh uh div- diverse and ethnic groups? Right. So it's just not about the black folks. <laughs> um but it's about lifting everyone up. Okay. But going back to the comment that you made we're having water, co- water cooler talks. Right, you got we're, to, we're meeting in a hallway. Uh, some of the employees, you know, some of their thoughts is, as I mentioned before, it's about time,
0: mm-hmm. but some of the
1: thoughts, some of the employees think that um, some people are not being intentional. Really? Some people are not being intentional. Okay. Um, some, some people of color think that um, that, they feel that this racial equity is, a we're looking for a handout. Why? Yeah, yeah, we're looking for a handout. These are just some of the thoughts and comments that people are thinking. Mm -hmm. Um, I just think that we've been experiencing this for so long. um, We kind of question, is this really real? Right. You no. Know, even though like we know the, it
0: is. Yeah. Like, you know are what I'm they saying? really going to do this yes. and sustain it? Right. Yeah, is it sincere yes. or is it just popular to be concerned about black people right now? Yes.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yes. And that's fair. Yes. Yeah.
0: And I, I think that sometimes people misinterpret the action being taken for like, oh, well, I'm white. So I'm now it's reverse discrimination. Yeah.
1: And And actually, Dorothy, we've had some of those conversations as well.
0: Mm, and what's what are you? What's the response?
1: Uh, those those been have been informal conversations, you know. But so unfortunately, that people feel just because we're lifting up one one group or mm-hmm. one or a certain groups, the others are going to be left behind. Again, as I mentioned before, that's not the case. We're just trying to make it a playing level field for everyone, right? Because it was never a playing a, a level playing field.
0: That that do you, do. Do you all have conversations about whether or not reverse racism is real?
1: We have, but we haven't really gone too much into depth into that.
0: Okay. Yeah, okay. we have,
1: but the conversations are starting.
0: Yeah. And I mean, I, I think it's fair, right? Because I think folks will lift that up as why we can't do the work, yes. right? Yes. Because they feel like it's reverse racism. Yes. Um. So I'd definitely be curious to see where the where the city or where the county rather lands when it comes to that. So with everything that's being done, especially for people leaders requiring 40 hours over the course of maybe a year of training, I mean, that's a huge investment. And so which is incredible. But for the folks who aren't in leadership roles, what is the county doing to maintain diverse candidates? to like keep them there and then attract new ones.
1: And that's one of the issues that we've had, uh, Dorothy, uh, as I mentioned before, is that is because we're the government, you know, we don't mean to have all the resources. We may not be able to pay the most um, the most competitive wage. Um, that's one of the things that we're, that we're struggling with. Um, most of the people of color, you're there because you want to be there. Uh, not saying that the people who left don't want to be there but that's a challenge right. that's a challenge um one of the things that we offer is you know of course we offer tuition reimbursement
2: nice. uh some
1: of the uh, the some of the things that are attractive for people who have student loans yes you have the student <laughs> loan forgiveness forgiveness for working in public service um we're still working from home right now nice we're still working from home so we have some other incentives Uh, But unfortunately, Dorothy, um, let's be honest, people want to walk in the door to have people look like them.
0: That. Absolutely. Yes, Yes. Absolutely.
1: So, you know, we can offer all of these bells and whistles, but we don't if we don't have a people in leadership that look like them.
0: Say it again.
1: And not only only the people in leadership, Dorothy, you know, this is my favorite saying is not only does people in leadership need to have uh a seat at the table but they need to have a voice at the table as well that it's it's two different things
0: it is
1: yeah. it is 1000% yeah. agree yeah because even though if i'm at the table but i'm not, if i'm not able to share my voice share my opinion if i'm mm-hmm. not being able to be heard what's the point of me be, me being at the table
0: right you just um, want me to be grateful that I'm in the room.
1: Want me to be grateful <laughs> that I'm in the room. And one of the things that um, I think that was a very, very great lift that we're doing at the county is, I don't know if you're familiar with um, MMAC, Metro Milwaukee Association of Commerce. Mm-hmm. They had uh, the region of choice survey. Yeah. And that was mostly for the private sector. Okay. So with uh, with the county, we partner with uh, the city of Milwaukee, uh, MATC, MMSD, and we lifted up, um, the public sector region of choice. Wow. Yeah. So we've been on that journey for the last probably almost two years as well. Uh, so we're working with a great outside firm. Uh, we issued the survey that kind of almost mimicked MMAC's regional choice survey. Wow. And we sent it out to all of the, um, the partner's Of all of the entities, again, to get a perspective voice from the people of color is that it's just not um, a private sector problem, but it's also a private and private and public sector problem because the whole the whole charge is to keep people of color in the Milwaukee region. Right, in the Milwaukee region, just just think about how many times Dorothy you've heard somebody got it somebody got an advancement, they got a promotion, and they're moving out to Atlanta mm-hmm. or they're moving mm-hmm. out to Texas, yeah, um that's great that they're from Milwaukee, but they're not staying in Milwaukee that yeah, yeah, so we have a lot of things going on again, as I mentioned, we had the employee engagement survey internally, the racial equity survey internally, then also the last thing is that the um the public sector region of choice. So we're doing everything that we think we need to do and more. Yeah. Um not only to move the needle forward to to make sure that we have that um the most diverse workforce that we can.
0: Wow. So what if someone is listening and they have thoughts or ideas or they want to help or volunteer or work there. Do they just call you? And say, hey, Sherry, not only do I want to work there, but here are my five thoughts. Or is there a process for them to, like, share ideas, suggestions, recommendations, or feedback?
1: Well, if you want to work for Milwaukee County, we have a, a great website uh, at county.milwaukee.gov. Uh, you go into the career section, and then you you show um, all the careers, the open slots that the Milwaukee County has. Okay. Um and it depends on what your suggestions are. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't want to take all the suggestions for Milwaukee County, but um, if anybody has any suggestions for you know any ways that we can move the needle forward, mm-hmm. volunteer opportunities, or just anything that you want to know more about the county, you feel free to uh, contact me as well. Okay, so how we get in touch with you? So how you get in touch with me? Uh, my email address is Sherry S H E R R I dot Jordan. J O R D A N at this is all one word, Milwaukee County W I dot gov, and I'll repeat it one more time. <laughs> Sherry Jordan at Milwaukee County dot gov.
0: Okay, y'all heard it. So that's how you get in touch with Sherry if you've got thoughts, ideas, and suggestions. But don't all flood her at once. Don't all flood me at once. <laughs> <laughs> so Sherry, is there anything else as we get ready to wrap that? You want us to know anything that I forgot to ask you that you want to make sure that we hear.
1: Um, I think I said a mouthful, but, you know, I'm excited about this journey that Milwaukee County is on. Uh, I'm excited that we're partnering with some of the other uh, public entities as well to make sure that uh, we get the most diverse candidates as we can. Um, And another things that we're thinking of that we're doing internally at Milwaukee County is, you know, I forgot to mention this, Dorothy, that we're being very strategic and very intentional about all of our policies.
0: Mm, It sounds like it.
1: Very, very. Yes. Yeah. Um, For example, just give you a quick example. Some of our hiring practices, we're looking at some of our job descriptions Mm -hmm. um, and asking ourselves, does this job really need a bachelor's degree?
2: Mm. you know
1: because what happens Dorothy you we may we may have a job we may not update the job description yep and we keep posting the same job yep we don't take the time we don't take the energy to change the job description right so we're taking a concerted effort for example is does this administrative assistant uh position does it really need a bachelor's degree I mean does it though no does it though right so again we're looking at some of our educational and and, and um Work experience of some of our job job descriptions, and we're and we're all um, uh, oh
0: Gosh, you all are doing so much. Yes, I, and I'm I excited. Had, yes, <laughs> and I'm excited for you. And I had no idea. I hope that there are counties across the United States that are being as intentional as Milwaukee County. This is like
1: incredible. If they're not, blown. they need to call Milwaukee County. That
0: that if they're not being this. <laughs> intentional, then you know who to call. You call Sherry.
1: Yeah. No, call Milwaukee County. Well, okay. Well yeah. call
0: Milwaukee County. Maybe not Sherry Direct. <laughs> yeah, not Sherry direct <laughs> Sherry, this has been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for educating all of us on the diligence, the intention, and the commitment that the county of Milwaukee has.
1: Thank you for having me. Is. Thank you for having me. Uh again, it's not our journey alone. Uh we need as many hands, ears, opinions we need, the, we need the community's input on, um, and one way that the com- community can always provide their input is during the budget. So after our budget is, is completed internally, mm-hmm. we have, um, I think it's called a budget tool that we always put on our website, the county's website. Okay. So it's an interactive tool that if you could, um, in charge of the Milwaukee County's budget, how would you balance the budget and where would you allocate the funds?
0: What? I did not know that that existed.
1: Yes, yes. Allocate the funds. So again, it's an interactive tool. You can provide your uh, input. They have listening sessions during during after the budget time. Or during the budget time? So you can um, voice your opinion. Is where should we be allocating some of the funds? Why wow. should we be allocating the funds? Again, uh, we cannot address every every concern. Fair, but we can address the most important concerns.
0: Oh, my gosh, Sherry. Listen, first of all, dropping gems, (laughs) educating all of us, especially if we didn't know, i.e. me. Um, And so this has been amazing. Yes. Thanks so much. I know you are super busy. I mean, all the things that y'all are working on, I know you are super busy. So thanks for taking time to come to the studio and have a chat.
1: Thank you very much. And thank you for having me. And I'm open to coming back any other time.
0: I'm here for the magic, y'all. I hope you had your pens and papers. Leaders take notes. Until next time, the requirement is to lead from every single seat you sit in. Did you enjoy this episode of Alum Talks? Please share this episode with another incredible Black leader. Rate this episode five stars and follow us on social media. We are on LinkedIn and Facebook as Alum. And Instagram is Alam Milwaukee. Remember, that's A-A-L-A-M-I-L-W-A-U-K-E-E. And if you've got questions or a topic recommendation, email us at info at org. Alum, advancing leaders, accelerating change.